Welcome to Entrepreneur Decoded, the show which reveals the habits, fears, failures, and joys of today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. Now, here's your host, Simon Sander. Hello and welcome to Entrepreneur Decoded. My name is Simon and with me today is Tanya B. Brown. Welcome. Hi, Simon. It's great to be here. Tanya is a family physician, a certified lifestyle and empowerment expert, wife, mother, and passionate lover of life. She has dedicated her career to helping people connect more deeply to themselves and their truth. She is also a strong advocate of holistic approach to health and well-being. Tanya, take a minute to fill in some gaps from the intern. Give us a little glimpse to your personal life. Um, well, right now I've taken a sabbatical from the active medical practice to dive deeply into learning as many healing modalities as I can. I'm completing a fellowship in metabolic and nutrition medicine and hoping to start a degree, a bachelor's degree in alternative medicine in another few weeks. So that, that's, that's my life right now. My life is as a student. So you keep yourself busy. I want to jump in right away, Tanya. Could you tell me, as an entrepreneur, what is the one thing that you do that you feel has been the biggest contributor to your successes so far? I think it's staying up to date on anything that's new in the wellness field and also having a very deep faith in a higher power guiding me and directing me to find those modalities. What is the higher power for you? For me, it's God. I believe in God and I believe that he has designed my life to be that of a healer. And I call myself now a three-dimensional healer, healing bodies, minds and spirits. Have you always been spiritual or is that something you picked up lately? I think I've always been, but as I have gotten older and have had many experiences as a physician, I think my faith has um, has deepened um, significantly in the in the in in recent years, having had to deal with the deaths of family members and patients. I want to come back to this topic a bit later, but first I want you to look back on your journey as an entrepreneur and have you always had that entrepreneurial DNA and why did you become an entrepreneur in the first place? I think it is in my DNA. My parents were entrepreneurs. They started out as teachers and branched off into business when I was about 12. And I was part of the business, I realized, helping them in the, we had a fabric store and I helped them for many summers and vacations that's where I spent my days um, behind a counter and learning learning the ins and outs of business so when I went into medicine and opened a practice I didn't it didn't occur to me till probably many years into the practice that I was actually running a business mm-hmm. and unfortunately we are not taught the business aspects of running a medical practice while we're in medical school but um, I learned I learned from Having just been with my parents and there's some things that seem to come naturally to me and it was only in retrospect, um, I I realized that it was from being in in a business environment from a young age that these things just came to me. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, Tell me about the first few years of starting your core business. Uh, Were you facing a lot of hardships and challenges? Uh, Yes, I um, opened a 
private solo medical practice in an area where there were very there was a very small population. I realized that it was growing, and I knew it would grow. I just didn't um, anticipate that it would grow so slowly. So the first few years were years spent um, fretting about seeing enough patients, enough patients to pay the bills in the practice. Um, I felt many, many times that I was a failure because I had not, I wasn't able to pay many bills. I wasn't able to, you know, I just about made my expenses in, in the practice and I, I didn't have any left for myself. Um, and there were, there were tough days. There were days when no patients would come in and I, I would despair. But um, I think my faith took me through it and my husband, bless his heart, supported me and um, in time our practice has grown into one of the bigger practices in that area of the island in St. Lucia. If you would look back, would you have done something differently if you were launching the same exact business today? I probably would have launched it more from a business aspect, um, work the numbers more now that I know more <coughs> Sorry about working numbers and having a business plan. But um, yeah. I think I did things intuitively, and that probably made the made the patients feel that they were um, being cared for as as opposed to being part of a business. So I, I think I, I probably would have done few things differently, but I liked how it turned out. Yeah, uh, tell me what kept you going. You mentioned it a bit before, but uh, there are people in the audience who don't see the results they're looking for, and it's so hard to keep going if you don't see the numbers and money coming in. What motivated you day in and day out to go through that struggle and still put in the work? Uh, love of what I did. I think I, I loved helping the patients. I love seeing yeah. them get better. Um, many times I, I went to work, but it wasn't a, a, a job for me. And I tell people, eventually it's become my vocation. Um, and it's something that I'm passionate about. I, I, I love what I do. I love being a physician. I love hearing my patients' stories and um, using the skills that I have to help them get better. You've already shared us a good part of a journey as an entrepreneur. Let's talk about the worst entrepreneurial moment you've ever had. Do you have a story which really shaped your life when you learned from failure and a major hardship maybe? Uh, it wasn't a major hardship. One of the, in, in my eagerness to get into a more holistic approach to medicine, I um, invested in equipment to do some integrative medicine um, testing. And I was so eager, I spent the money and I bought all the equipment and all the supplements. And then I came home without surveying my market and realizing that my market was, was not quite ready for that level of um, sophisticated testing because it was new to the U.S. and they hadn't heard about it yet. So I tried to explain to them and it they were excited about it, but not willing to pay what they needed to pay for it. So they would say, yeah, that, that sounds good, but they would not come back to have it repeated or to complete it. So I never, I never got to recoup the funds that I, I spent for, for the initial investment of the equipment. So that's, that's something I learned the hard way, that the next time I'm going to make sure that my market is ready for what I'm proposing to bring in for them. How do you turn things around from that point of in your life? Um... 
I took it as a life lesson. I yeah. took I I I took the the lessons and I took the blows. I lost money. Um, recently, I had to throw out parts of the equipment because they were just not can't sell them back, and it's it was tough throwing out supplements and throwing out parts of equipment that you and what was hard was that I knew that these tests that I was in would, would help people. I just couldn't seem to get them to understand how it would help them and what I would do. Because, you know, in integrative medicine, many things are still very new. And people are, are used to, they come to the doctor, the doctor diagnoses them, gives them a prescription, they get better, and that's what they need. So instead of a prescription, here I am telling them, I'm going to do this test, and then you're going to have to play an active role in your healing and some of them just weren't ready. They just wanted a prescription. Interesting. I want to talk about uh, ideas and execution. You started a lot of things in your life. Uh, when a new idea comes to your head, uh, how do you decide that it's worth executing? How do you decide that something is worth your time, money, and energy? Many, many times, Simon, it's intuitively. And I've realized that um, that's how I've done so many things. Where I have an idea, it feels good. Yeah. Um, many times I get the ideas during meditation or just I'll get up in the middle of the night and oh, that's what I want to do and that's what I should do. And um, I'm learning slowly to test the market or to do a little more work on it. But many things I've just done intuitively and, and it's worked out. Many of the ideas that I've had to to get into health coaching or to do online workshops have been just an, an idea that came and it, it felt right and I just, I just ran with it. How do you know that you should give up on an idea? How do you know when you should quit? Usually when I'm having sleepless nights. Once something keeps me up at night um, and it just doesn't feel right, I've learned to just part ways with, with the idea um, and not, not, force, not force the issue. Let's talk about uh, your current business. Um, what is something that is really working for it right now? Uh, right now, we in, in my medical clinic, we have actually extended our hours. And it's something that I really wanted to offer to the clientele. Um, and that seems to be working where we, we are the first 8 to 8 clinic in St. Lucia. Um, and the fact that we can offer that service when people have to, to the patients, you know, when they've come from work or they've come home and they find their child is sick, is something that I'm very proud to see we have started. And, and this is something that another intuitive idea, it just felt right. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about one-on-one -on -one relationships and building those one-on-one -on -one connections. Is it really important in the medical field as well, Tanya? Uh, absolutely. Um, I think it's imperative that as providers of medical care, we realize that we are seeing human beings in front of us and not just yeah. numbers of people. And building a, a relationship based on mutual trust and also a, a caring based a relationship based on care and comfort from both ends. Um, many times I, I think my patients need a hug or they need more than a prescription. And I offer it to them and I said, listen, I, I remember once a patient came in and after going through all her things, I said, you know, I really get the feeling you just need a hug. And she just looked at me with those 
eyes that just looked straight into her soul. And I held her and I said, I'm going to hug you now. And mm -hmm. she just broke down and cried and said she hadn't been hugged in so long. Mm -hmm. And it was based on the relationship that we had built over time. She trusted me. I trusted her enough to offer a little more than a prescription. And it worked out really well for both of us. I felt good giving her the hug and she felt better leaving our off my office. You know, she felt more than, it was more than a prescription she needed and she got mm -hmm. it. And people come back to you when you're sincere and helpful, right? Yes, we've seen that. We've been open for 23 years and there's some people we've been seeing from day one who mm -hmm. we've seen children grow up. I have seen children, um, I, I now have, I call them my grandchildren. Um, patients who've come in who, as children who now have their children. And it's, it's been the greatest source of joy seeing that. Um, and it's all built on trust and care. I love that. Um, uh, let's talk about you as an entrepreneur. When you think back to your starting years and who you are today, how have you evolved as, an, as a person and as an entrepreneur? Um, of course, I've gotten older. I'd like to think I've gotten wiser. And um, I have gotten more in touch with who I am and who I want to be. Um, and I, I like to say I, I've gotten more in touch with how I be in the world, where I have assessed my life to realize I want to offer more than just physical healing to my patients. So I've gone into the world of holistic health to be able to tend to the, the, the spirit, in a sense, of the patient and the minds. So as a health coach, I, I, I do a lot of um, counseling and um, dealing with, with what's going on on the emotional side. And as a spiritual teacher, I've studied under Gabrielle Bernstein. I also do, um, I do workshops with a, that's deeply spiritually based, um, based on her Make Cause Miracles program. So it, I've realized that by getting in touch with who I am and realizing that I am a three-dimensional person, but I then need to become a three-dimensional healer to tend to the three-dimensional aspects of my patients. So getting in touch who you really are, do you follow some kind of really strict and certain philosophy in life, Tanya? Um, not really. I, I, I think I believe in treating others how I would like to be treated and also being true to yourself. I love that. Uh, let's come to present. Day. Um, what are your thoughts on daily routines and daily habits? Because that's a really uh, important aspect of being an entrepreneur for many of us. Um, daily prayer, um, daily meditation to the best of my ability. Many, many times I've fallen off the wagon with the meditation aspect, but I find when I do it, um, when it becomes part of my routine, life flows so much better. Um, and also making time each day to to have what I call a holy encounter. And that's based on the course in miracles where the holy encounter is really each time you meet somebody, there's an opportunity to exchange love. And it's not love in the physical or passion sense. What they what they mm -hmm. try to say is this is an opportunity to offer something to the other person that makes their life richer. And I do I try to do that. I try every day, every person that I meet, every patient that I see or, or speak with to leave them with something that makes their life richer or better. If you had to choose one 
personal habit that you would recommend to everybody in the audience? Uh, something that really contributes to your success and that really makes a difference. Is that meditation or something else? I would say it's, I would say 50% meditation or prayer. I, I, once you connect with a higher power and 50% exercise, daily exercise has been a part of my routine for many years and it has, it's, it's changed my life. Mm -hmm. I am fitter in both mind and body from the regular exercise. How has meditation uh, helped you? Let's get, let's get really specific. Let's say there's one person in the audience who hasn't really thought about meditating ever. Uh, what would you say to them? Um, it's simple, but it can be difficult. And I think the easiest way I would tell somebody is get quiet. Even if it's for three minutes, mm -hmm. you just sit down and follow your breath. Just sit in a corner, close your eyes if that's comfortable for you, and just listen to the, the sound of your breath in and out for three minutes. Interesting. And There are so yeah. many other ways of meditating, of course, but that would be the first I would say. Just sit and listen to your breath. So do you do it every day or every other day or how do you do that? I would love to say I do it every day. There are many times I fall off the wagon mm -hmm. where things happen and, I'm an, and I am unable to, to do it in a day. But I try to the best of my ability to do it first thing in the morning when I get up for 15 minutes. I want to come once again uh, to present and talk about you a bit. You have a lot of things happening in your life. What is one thing you're really excited about today? Today, I'm really excited about um, diving into the alternative health field. Um, I am committed to learning as many healing modalities as I can. And having gone through the traditional Western medicine and now going into functional medicine, I am excited about learning the what they call the alternative, but I call it complementary modalities, such as acupuncture, massage therapy, um, tr traditional Chinese medicine. So learning as much as I can about those, um, I'm really, really excited about going into that now. Yeah, it seems like learning is such an important part for you in your life. And as an entrepreneur, how do you learn best, Tanya? Old-fashioned way, by taking notes on, in a notebook. I've realized that. I recently had my um, functional medicine written exams. And I decided I would um, get with it and get with the modern ways and make my notes on my computer. I ended up having mm -hmm. to print all of them and sit and, you know, mm -hmm. underline my notes and make notes on those notes. But by writing them, I, I found that this was one way. I, I got things clearer and I remembered things. So I'm still old fashioned. I, I love a fresh, nothing excites me more than a fresh, a brand new notebook and a lovely pen. I love that. I want to wrap today's talk up with the topic happiness. Uh, what brings you joy and makes you happy? Off the top of my head, being with my family, with my husband and my three children, um, the moments where I've been happiest have been moments when the, the five of us are together just just having quiet time. As my, my children are, are now, the, my older boys are now in college, and I miss those times where all five of us are together so just having my family with me and I call it my 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 core um, brings me exquisite moments of joy let's end today's show with parting piece of guidance from you and the best way to connect with you 
You can connect with me on my website, tanyabobran.com. I'd love to offer your listeners a, the free Dreamcatcher workbook that's on my website. It's an amazing tool that I designed to help people. It's, it's really filled with 10 questions that help you get into who you are and it, it will help you fuel your passion and, and get into your purpose. So tanyabobran.com, um, all my information is there. I have a Facebook page, Dr. Tanya Bobran, and I have a group called Wellness Warriors International. Um, on a Facebook page, a Facebook group where they can, um, their tips and tools that I share on that page and, and run challenges and so many nice things that are happening on, on in that group. Do you have last piece of guidance for the audience? Uh, be true to yourself. Um, don't forget that there is an inner voice within you that knows all the answers um, and has everything you need and that you have everything you need to live a life that you want to live a life of purpose and passion and power tanya thank you so much for coming in and sharing your journey with us see you on the flip side thank you simon and it's been a wonderful chatting with you thank you for listening to entrepreneur decoded for killer resources and free content go to entrepreneurdecoded.com